podcast intro? Welcome to the First Flight Agency podcast. Our aim is to conversate about the topics that interest us, the current events that inspire us, and the experiences that shape us to be a more effective team and deliver creative solutions for our clients. In this case, our topic is an experience that has shaped us to be a more effective team and as a team as a result of work from home orders last year, which we all experienced one way or the other. And for that, I have Keith Borshak, our creative director. Hello. And Grace O. Ward Crawford, our lead project manager. Hello. We brought Grace in here specifically because she is our lead project manager and a good one oh thank you yeah so i started out in project management at an advertising agency almost 15 years ago at this point and back then the only job that could not be done from home was the project manager um <laughs> of course <laughs> so i keith i'm sure remembers but oh yeah we would have folders. They were called job jackets, fancy term. And we would literally print out the jobs on pieces of paper. And my job was to carry the folders around to all the important team members and have them sign off on the projects. We even did that with websites. We even Lord. print out websites on paper and route those around the agency. If you were anything like us back when we did it, we would always have, I think, like, there were four different color schemes. There was the pink was sort of the generic, nothing special about it, it's just a job. Uh Yellow was like, there was some pressing deadline. Green was pro bono. And blue was something else. But they were all color coded. And you'd go into a copywriter's office and, and it was always sort of a competition. Like, how many... How many job jackets do they have on their wall? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, red for us was hot. Like, you better get that off your desk, that hot potato. Um, but, yeah, so, like, we couldn't call out sick. Um, if we did, we used a sick day. We couldn't work from home at all because you had to be there moving your job jackets around. Um, so I feel like it was quite an adjustment for me Um with COVID just because we had to take everything um, digitally speaking. Um, I could no longer shout over the wall to Keith about stuff. That I got very used to yeah. because I've been doing it for like 30 years. I literally would have, and at any given day, have four traffic people and, mm-hmm. and sometimes a, tra- you know, a manager or, or a um, job, you know, a, a head of the coordination, um, just pop by your office, you know, kind of a kind of a social visit, but also always to say, so you're still good for tomorrow at three, right? And, yes. you know, it's, it's good and bad. I mean, it became a real crutch. But, you know, it's like it's like anything else. The the information put into it is what you get out of it. Yeah. And I used to, I used to whine incessantly about having to having to read through endless email chains yes, to get worst. to the thing that I knew that I saw two weeks ago that's very important now, and sifting through endless chains of, of emails became a regular thing, and I, I hated it. And I knew there was a solution out there somewhere, and thank God somebody figured it out, because 
you know, I do a lot of of hunting around online about other agencies just to see what other people are doing and um I'm really surprised at the number of shops that folded during COVID. And yeah. typically it wasn't the big it wasn't the big ones, but a lot of regional players uh they're gone. Wow, they're really? Gone. Yep. Cuz of COVID. Yeah. Or, yeah. Yep. Inability inability to adapt. Mm-hmm. And I think I wrote a blog post about adapting and it was all about how I was seeing businesses around here adapt to uh serving um clients you know restaurant restaurants who were fine you know quote unquote fine dining Mm -hmm. that are suddenly basically fast food pickup yeah margaritas to go that's exactly what happened at Kurtz. yeah we'll put that in the link over to that in the show notes great yeah make sure it's easy to find yeah Mm -hmm. because i I was I wasn't surprised that we that we did so well, but I was really happy when you know in talking to management about how we were doing in the midst of all this, and I was impressed with us. I mean, we yeah. did you know we we kept the ball rolling and basically didn't miss a step. Yeah, right. even with me being such a late adopter, I used to feel a little bit self conscious about it when. Especially in the beginning when I would talk to people and that were office workers, you know, not Mm -hmm. uh, service. And, you know, they'd be like, well, basically at a standstill. And I think we, one, were lucky that we had just secured work. So we were able to keep rolling on that work initially and use that time to transition into using Trello. I think we... Didn't we start with something else? We started with Mondays, yeah. right? That's and right. That really Monday. Didn't, we we never really adopted that. Um, I think that was be- because that was before we needed it. Exactly, <laughs> you know? and it just was it was organized differently, from what I recall. But yeah, I think a huge point to a huge point to your point, Frank, <laughs> <laughs> is that um, you know we didn't need it. So it was like, well, am I going to type on my computer in a corner creepily by myself when? he's right there and i can just talk to him right you now um so that's why i feel like we didn't really leverage that then um now i can't picture my job or my role without having some kind of software project management software because i mean it's great you set due dates and i always get little reminders to remind you guys <laughs> <laughs> thank god it's 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 been good i mean i remember in the beginning we were kind of struggling a little bit with like because we were using google chats and like oh yeah yeah that was distracting as somebody who has adhd and can get distracted very easily you know having all these chats and different rooms going off and this and this and then like you were saying with emails things get buried yeah Um, i still feel like we did a pretty good job for what lack of tools we had i mean i think it was very useful as a tool just to get us communicating yes and dip our toes in right and on small jobs it was fine Mm -hmm. quick turnaround jobs you know we are chatting in the moment for a day a few hours maybe even a a couple days Mm -hmm. but once it got into those larger projects oh my gosh it was a mess and for you i i didn't even think about it you know you had all those conversations going on at the same time really whereas for any of us we're just focused on that one task kind of yeah most likely one or few tasks 
Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah then you're right. It even got out of control for just simple jobs because there was so much else going on once we did pick up and work again. Yeah. And, and it's funny reading industry stuff. You all you always hear industry terms and you know, I'd heard the term over communication. Mm-hmm. And it never I felt like it never really applied to me because you couldn't tell me enough what needed to be done or or you know, give me enough information about particulars of a of a creative problem. But I think sorry to interrupt, but I think you speak to it in your old jobs. You know, you talk about Oh definitely people and maybe you just weren't thinking of it in the way that of people giving you too much information and that conflicting. And it and it goes hand in hand with, you know, duplicating processes or duplicating Mm -hmm. um, pieces of information can be good and bad. I mean, it's great if, if a piece of information also happens to be an email. Mm -hmm. Um, But to your point about chat, like not in something that's going to immediately pull, you know, pull my head out of thinking or writing or designing and having to read through a very quick anecdote about a job that's moving through the system. That may not necessarily have anything to do with you. Exactly. Because everybody was on a chat. Exactly. And so I could, you know, be like, hey, Joe Schmo, where's this at? And then you're being bothered, you're being pinged, and it has nothing to do with you, but you're reading through the conversation to make sure. And I think it was kind of a huge time suck for a bit. Sure. Um... But yeah, when we were able to get on Trello and you know how every card is a specific task, then only the people who are related to the task get, get notified. So I think that was a way better way of you know being notified and being in the loop that way. This reminds me of when we brought it up the other day, that book that I was talking about that I heard a discussion on. That's what I was just looking up, if that was distracting <laughs> to you. Speaking of distractions... <laughs> Uh, called A World Without Email by Cal Newport. I mean, he's that's exactly really what he's getting at is the distraction that that communication channel causes. And it's mm-hmm. worse with something like chat or Slack, for instance, which a lot of organizations I know do use. Yeah. Yep. But it's just constant notifications. Yeah. Can't get anything done when yeah. you read through all those notifications. When I started to reach out to to some of my counterparts that I knew were in different parts of the country who were dealing with the same thing in agencies about this size or, or a little larger. Um, a couple of people were going crazy because they were still in, like in, you know, we had, we had committed to Trello. I talked to one creative director who said, we're dipping our toe in Trello, work a jig and there was one other platform oh. i said are they are they all working together and he said no he says they're just they're all the same thing they're all project management oh that's a nightmare <laughs> but it's driving me nuts he said yeah. you think you get a lot of notifications about stuff he says it's never ending yeah yeah and what i like about trello and this isn't sponsored by trello or anything <laughs> is that you can i mean i love automation i mean that makes my life a lot easier i mean maybe one day i'll be out of a job because of automation but it's great that, you know, I have certain emails that get flagged and then immediately create cards in Trello. So, like, even though I have emails happening and that's a distraction, I know it's all going to populate in Trello in one place. So that's, like, the the word. To, so. to quell your fear about that, about being replaced by software, in my mind, just like you were the function in the agency that couldn't be um, working from home, mm-hmm previous you know now what you input into 
the system matters. And, mm-hmm. you know, the big benefit of someone like you, number one, having been on both sides back in the day when we weren't on Trello, is that there's a there's a huge component to project management that's that's purely, you know, a, a very personal, what's the word I'm looking for? The, the humane part of it is, you know, you start to become the person who from a 30,000 foot level starts to see everything going on at the same time in the agency and are the first one to say, maybe this doesn't need priority right now mm-hmm. because I know yeah. he's working on this. That's true. And that's going to that's gonna eat up his next two days. So, um, you know, that, that part of it, I can't imagine how, how that would be automated that's you know (laughs) yeah i don't know how intelligent ai is going to get but yeah yeah. because i could see every account manager putting something in his pressing because it's their project sure Sure. (laughs) automatons can't replace you grace well thank you you know as smart as a program can get it's not true ai which you would need to manage that priority level and sure that's true and give people real feedback the direction of an agency you know, you have a huge impact on that because you can say we are losing efficiency here or, mm-hmm. you know, and the system wouldn't be able to say that because it's work. It's doing what it's supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's very true. I know way, way back in the day, project managers were and I don't know what, if their title even was project manager, but I know that there was a, a very close relationship between project management and creative directors because you know when agencies get really busy and then suddenly there's a new business pitch and you've got to find people to put on that mm-hmm. you know who's who's the one person in the agency who knows exactly what everyone else is working on so that's that's another that's another reality is that that's such a such an all-encompassing view of what's going on day to day literally hour to hour that it's invaluable yeah that is true that is a good point yeah, we we would still need that overarching view. I read the same article you did about that. Um, what was it called? The Cal Newports. Yeah, a world without email. Um, I think it was. I think it was from NPR. Yes, it, I heard yeah. it. So okay. you, yeah, but it was an interesting discussion that they had. Oh yeah, yeah. It's worth. It made me think about how often now I'm not scrubbing through emails looking for valuable pieces of information yeah. right you know every once in a while usually my fault but um yeah we, that, sh- we should link to that in the show notes as well that'd be great yeah that'd be great the other thing that, that came to mind was anytime i read stuff like that or hear hear interviews or, or whatever of course the natural thing to do is internalize it and say how does this how would this work in my office um I'm curious like trello how does that work in what other industries are using oh. it I, well, I tried to use it for construction with Jim. That's right. I tried to manage him, <laughs> my husband, for those who are listening. And uh, it did not work. Really? Well, I think it's just, I think it's part of a learning curve. I mean, he's he's a carpenter. So, I mean, he just discovered color printers were a thing only about five years ago. So he's not a... God bless him. I know. But yeah, it just, it didn't really work. And we, we use a different system um, that's you know more of a communication tool with the clients and then there's like gantt charts and stuff that he can like visualize a schedule as opposed to just seeing like due dates and tasks related to due dates so that helps me a lot too personally if i were in your position i would need some visual aid it makes me wonder too is there going to be a is there going to be a point at which we start to market our own 
our own process, that might be that might be a really valuable thing for especially business owners who are busy yeah. enough and yeah. don't they don't want to learn new software they don't want to oh yeah you know. and implement like a process with that software yeah. because that was something we had to do with trello too um right but we had to be flexible and it was great getting everybody's feedback over the course of however many months like hey this isn't really working for me i need like a checklist or i need this and um so like it evolved so we weren't so like stuck in our ways out of the gate and just could let it grow and become what it is now and you especially being the project manager and your experience with agile methodology mm-hmm. i mean that's exactly what it is you know you iterate and you make a small a, a big process into smaller pieces that you are constantly mm-hmm. examining and reworking if if needed yep yeah that's what i like to do just have that flexibility and not be so stuck in you know where we're going and be able to branch off and improve for sure but there are like things that are so important to not lose with this technology and just like having personal interactions and oh God, phone yeah. calls and yep. yeah like i caught myself when we first started getting back into the office when you know ashley was here and i'm like five feet away from her and i'm shooting her a message in trello and i stopped myself and i was like what am i doing she's right here this is so weird yeah Yeah. i mean it's good to document like hey you know just what we discussed but i was like realizing i was going to this weird like anti-social kind of high behind my computer thing when it's like we should just have a conversation she's she's five feet away from me and (laughs) And, you know yeah hence all my my you know quit chats to you do you have time for a two-minute phone call? Yeah, I love. I appreciate <laughs> right. phone calls. Oh, I have to have yeah. those. I yeah. have to have. Yeah. You know, nuance is such a can be such a demon in email. You know, you read an email and God knows what mood the person was when they oh, read yeah. it, right. or wrote yeah. it, um, and it's different when you talk. Oh yeah, and yeah. I feel like in Trello, I'm just more like getting to the point because I mean sure. I'm typing, so it's it's like I'm very cut and dry, and I feel like my well, I, don't, I wouldn't say I have a bubbly personality, but you know, I, I like would. My <laughs> my bubbly personality does not come off in Trello because it's like I just don't have the time to flower up the language. So, yeah, it's like important for me to for people to realize that I'm still human. I'm not like a weird robot behind Trello typing up things. They're, they're going to institute a bubbly button, a filter that you press and <laughs> it rearranges. An right, just like what's the Grammarly? Yeah, yeah, you know. So yeah. true. So true. Yeah. And I, I think, too, there's – I think one of the things that we did pretty quickly was understanding that balance. Yeah. Because, I mean, there were there were things that were happening in the process that, aside from my own, you know, typical um, slow to adopt stuff like that, there were things that I noticed pretty quickly. I'm like, okay, that can't happen. You know, we – this – this work that's a rough draft of something shouldn't be viewed by everybody just yet mm-hmm. it's not done and and if right. and if it's public and people start to chime in before i've even finished it oh that would drive me nuts no it's going to take longer it did yeah. you know? it did drive keith nuts. Yeah. oh yeah <laughs> let's all chime in <laughs> yeah yeah chimely yeah chimely <laughs> bingo <laughs> band name called it so I wonder what the next Trello is going to be. Because you know, um, 
Chimely. Chimely. Probably going to happen. <laughs> yeah. When when all when these things become become mainstream, I, I kind of look at I kind of look at other other sites and and you know um, project related stuff online and think you know why didn't Dropbox do this? But I I wonder now too. Yeah, it's like what's what who's going to gobble up Trello and what is it going to become? What's going to be the next? Yeah. Well, going back to this book you know his whole point is that we've gone too far you said we've struck a balance i think we do use trello maybe not in the way that they intend because we do try and keep our interactions definitely personal and physical mm-hmm. as as much as we can yeah well you have to because what we do when it leaves our computers ultimately it has to communicate to human beings and not another website mm-hmm. you know it's not a it's not just data you're writing language that again whether it's a whether it's an ad whether it's a digital ad or if it's a social post you know you're you're still connecting emotionally with people and and that's not going to happen if you, you know, if you follow everything to the T on something like Trello, you know, there are going to be some of those subtleties that are just going to be lost. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And like I've witnessed, and I think this is a thing with chat, text message, but there's things that are lost in translation. And so you'll have two people having a conversation about two completely different things and there's a big disconnect. And sometimes I have to be like, okay, let's get on a call. Because yeah. this isn't yep. working. Yep. It's amazing how different that is, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, a two-second phone call. Right. I mean, it's way more efficient Problem sometimes. Problem solved. Sure. Problem yeah. solved, as opposed to a, you know, a novel of commentary on a yeah. card, you yeah. know? I agree. Subtly shifting discussion to our time limit. Are we there already? Oh, I think we've long passed. Wow. This is so cool. I think we're at close to maybe 40 minutes. All right. Oh, wow. Time flies when you're having fun. I don't know. I didn't look at the clock when we started. That was my mistake. You can always cut this up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's going to have to happen. You know, we've we've gotten direct feedback that 15 minutes is our target. Grace, can you put that in Trello? Yes. (laughs) Whatever we all say, let's get rid of, then I'll cut that. You mean creative directed? What a concept. (laughs) And then you could manage that, Grace? Yeah, I'll oversee. And then I will execute. That's great. Excellent. All right, so here concludes our First Flight podcast. Uh, Thanks, Keith. Thanks, Grace. Thank Thank you. you. And thank all of you out there in listener land. (laughs) I (laughs) mean, I I see a a naming project come up. Jim, don't listen to this.